Welcome to Peak Mind. I'm your host, Michael Trainer, and I couldn't be more excited for today's episode, which is a solo round with me uh, giving a speech that I actually gave recently at uh, a company called A System, which is a men's wellness brand uh, that I'm a fan of. And in the talk, I go into the efficacy of morning routines, what I've discovered from those uh, sort of epic performers that I've interviewed as well as my own routine, what, what works and, and what you can incorporate into your own uh, to sort of win the morning, as well as I lead a meditation, uh, which is something I've been doing for you know more than 20 years, but uh, have been more secretive about, I should say. So I lead sort of a mindfulness meditation. And then a very cool personality exercise uh, called the cube, which is um, really valuable in sort of discerning some of the, the ways in which you're feeling about yourself as well as the world around you. So it's a short episode, um, and I hope you find a lot of value in it. If you do, please go ahead and leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Helps us move up the, uh, uh, the algorithm, as well as uh, if you have any feedback, you can always tag me at, at Michael Trainer on Instagram or any social profiles. I hope you're doing really well and having a beautiful week. And without further ado, this is the Solo Round Mind Key on Morning Routines and Mindfulness. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Um, first of all, it's wonderful to be here with all of you. Uh, let's give another round of applause to J uh, Josh, Ali, and the whole A-System team. So when I, I, I was introduced, actually, I was in Europe and got an intro, uh, and that you know there was this idea of this community I didn't know much about a system at the time just it was a, a mutual friend that we share I share a lot of respect for and uh, she told me about this uh, you know these two guys that are putting together this amazing clubhouse and community as a catalyst in Venice and I was I, I thought to myself that's that's cool I've never seen that I actually haven't seen that done before we have lots of other things here in Venice but uh, but no no clubhouse focused specifically on men's health and um, you know, I've had a particular journey around health with my father. Uh, he actually led me into a lot of work with men that's been really revolutionary for me in, in changing my life. So it's an honor to be with you all, and I so appreciate the intention of what you guys are creating. And uh, I've been, luckily I got uh, early product, uh, and I've been taking it daily, and it's been a really remarkable uh, asset to my life. So thank you guys so much. Um, so my intention with the next sort of 10 minutes is to do really a three-phase exercise. Uh, it's hard, I know many of the folks in this room and many of them are, are, are wellness experts, so I'm not gonna purport to, uh, to sort of uh, be able to blow any minds in, in the wellness space, so to speak, but I think sometimes simplicity is, is where genius lies. And so I thought we would start off, um, I, re I really thought about this idea of what systems really serve us in life, you know, and what are, like the, what are, the, what are the ways in which um, we can sort of prime ourselves to be at our best, and what kept, Coming back to me, uh, you know, I've had, I've had a podcast and been able to interview some pretty remarkable humans, um, is almost all of them have a system to their morning. And, you know, many of us have heard and probably have a morning routine, but I thought it would be beneficial to sort of break down, and I'd love to get um, some of your perspectives. Uh, first off, a morning routine, and then we're going to do a bit of a meditation, a short one, and then a, a collective visualization, which my hope and intention is that it will serve as a catalyst for some intriguing conversation at dinner. Uh, is everyone up for that? Yeah. 
All right, beautiful. Okay, so mornings uh, for me, I, I moved from New York, so I didn't see that many sunrises unless it was at the end of a night dancing. Uh, moving to Venice has, has been a sort of revolution in my own sort of health and, and mindfulness. But, um, you know, there's a couple key assets that I've seen uh, in, in starting my day and that I've taken from a lot of different uh, folks that I really admire and respect. You know, Tony Robbins obviously calls it priming. Uh, Tim Ferriss calls it the magic morning. Um, and I'd love to get some inputs from you. But there's a couple key tenants that are part of my system uh, uh, of the morning. Uh, the first, obviously, when waking up is making the bed. Uh, I don't know if any of you have seen, uh, seen the viral video of the Admiral who discusses the benefits of making the bed, but for me, and I, I know for many of us, uh, having a tidy space uh, leads to a tidy mind. So that's my, that's my first step. Second step is, is water. Uh, I lived in Sri Lanka for two years, and uh, my, my, the teacher I studied under, first thing he did every day was drink two bottles of very, very uh, room temperature, but very clean, clear spring water. Um, so that's, that's my morning routine. At the moment, uh, I also incorporate uh, Four Sigmatic. Actually, Taro's here. I'm a big fan of the, the Lion's Mane coffee. Uh, the caffeine nootropic sort of gives me that boost I need. And then um, I rock into m the pivotal part of my morning, which is the gratitude practice. So many of us, I don't know if, 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 if you guys have seen the research, but I did some research uh, and, and saw that you know, Harvard's longest longitudinal study of its kind, the greatest uh, factor in long-term health and happiness, does anyone know what it is? Gratitude. Attached to gratitude, but close. Not meditation, although that's part of the morning, magic morning. So it's actually the caliber of your long-term relationships. And so the, I'd say probably that there's one takeaway uh, that I would offer you, that my sort of secret sauce that I like to practice in the morning is I go OG and do thank you notes. So I do handwritten thank you notes or uh, I do voice notes. So I try to send like a thank you note or a voice note every morning to someone that's had an impact on my life. And that simple like two minutes, if you do that in your morning, uh, will revolutionize your life and has obviously profound impacts um, on the caliber of your relationships because we're all deluged, right, by email, inbox. That's, that's not part of the magic morning. Definitely not checking email in the first two hours, ideally. But, um, but having that opportunity, I think, to go analog and, and write something. I mean, that's, most of us only get bills now in the physical mail. So to send someone a note in the physical mail, I think it has profound consequence. And voice notes will probably uh, you know, get played out in the not so distant future, but for now, uh, if you're not giving someone a call, I find voicemail, you know, I don't, even, I don't particularly care for voicemail, but voice notes, hearing someone's voice uh, means a lot. So, um, so that's part of my morning. And then I go into gratitude morning pages. Has anyone read The, uh, the Artist's Way? course. Uh, so Artist Way, Julia Cameron, amazing book if you haven't read it. Um, but morning pages, you can do the five-minute journal. Uh, it's part of just stepping into that creative process and giving yourself kind of what she calls an artist date, so that time with yourself before the whole world starts clamoring for your attention. So, so magic morning, uh, journaling, and then the final piece is movement. So whatever movement looks like to you, for me, we're so privileged to live on the beach, uh, and I go out, fortunately I live on the beach, so I'll just go out 
uh, and do my meditation. A uh, variety of different types of meditation. I've done Vedic, uh, you know, Vipassana. But whatever your practice is, getting still, ideally getting sunlight on your skin for 10 minutes, uh, sets, sets me up to win and sets up a lot of the folks that I've, that I've spoken with. Um, cold shower has been something I've incorporated lately after, uh, after a little hot yoga. Um, so those are my core, of core tenets to my system of the morning. Does anyone have anything else that they practice in the morning that they could maybe share with the group that they find particularly beneficial? Lauren? <laughs> breakfast, breakfast, breakfast is definitely helpful. Uh, some people are into the intermittent fasting, but uh, I still do breakfast. Uh, and I, I thank you for actually shouting that out. A spiritual practice, like conversations with God, whatever that looks like for you. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. So yeah, so tapping into whatever it is that, that is your source or whatever it is that is more sort of, um, that, that, that is bigger than you. You know, I think obviously fulfillment is attached to purpose. And so whatever that looks like, I feel like that's a, that's a beautiful aspect of the practice. Um, with that, I actually would love to take a moment to sort of go within. Is everyone down to do a, a very basic, not, you know, I know not everyone, you know, well, actually we're in Venice, so probably everyone is actually into meditation. When I go back to the Midwest, sometimes there's a little bit of resistance, but uh, uh, there's nothing necessarily, um, you know, this can be as spiritual or not spiritual as you so choose it to be. My intention with this is really just to ground the room and to bring us kind of out of our intellectual minds and into our bodies. Um, and then I'm gonna lead a visualization. So we're gonna, it's only gonna be like a three minute meditation. Um, and then towards the end, I'll start uh, basically a prompt. And that prompt, so a lot of the, the, the performers and the athletes that I've interviewed have one thing in common, which I hadn't had in my practice, but I've now incorporated, which is visualization. So Olympic athletes oftentimes will visualize a course, you know, hundreds of times before they actually go down and do that race. So, so I, I find visualizing, whether it's, what, if it's an important meeting or, or some type of context to be profoundly useful as a part of your day. This is actually a personality exercise. If you've done it before, uh, just bear with me. I, hopefully, I think most of the room has probably never done this one before, but it's a fun one. Uh, it's called the cube, and uh, and we'll we'll go through that at the very end. But uh, I think I think some people have done it. Uh, but if you have done it, don't share the context because there's kind of a reveal to it, and we'll use it as a catalyst. Um, so, if you will, either find a comfortable seated position or standing position. You don't need to be seated by any means, but find uh, find somewhere where you can be in your own space. Pe feel free to like file in. There's no need to have the Red Sea sort of here in the, in the middle. Everyone can, can come, c c c come in. <laughs> okay, so... We're just going to do a very basic, uh, we're going to do a very basic sort of Vipassana-esque meditation, which is just literally going to be following the breath. Um, if you have a, a, a Vedic or a TM practice and you, and you have like a sound that you like to use, a mantra, you're more than welcome. Uh, if you have a visualization, uh, I, was, I was shared a visualization that I like to use at the beginning of meditation that I find very helpful, which is, um, well, I'll do it actually, I'll, I'll do it for you guys and then. We'll go silent for a period, and then I'll, I'll evoke the other visualization. But feel free to, uh, to close your eyes. Um, 
ideally have your back uh, straight. You can keep your eyes, you can close your eyes, you can keep your eyes, if you're gonna keep your eyes open, keep them in a very soft glance. Just looking forward, observing, watching any thoughts that come up, ideally without judgment. Meditation isn't about ceasing thinking, it's just about noticing and creating more space between the thoughts. Take a deep breath in through the nose. Deep breath out through the mouth. Deep breath in through the nose. Deep breath out through the mouth. Deep breath in through the nose. Deep breath out through the mouth. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. And so you follow your own cadence. Follow your own breath. If your mind starts to wander, simply focus on the next breath. If you find it helpful, you can visualize uh, a cord, an energetic cord going from your waist, from the base of your, your being, down to the center of the earth, a grounding cord. And you can see a similar ray of light moving through your body, through the crown of your head. Just imagining yourself as part of a river, a greater current. And as you visualize that, stay with your breath.
Now from that place of stillness, I'm going to invite you to go on a little journey. This is a journey within to a truth that is your unique truth. I want you to think of an open field. How big is this field? What is it filled with? What are the surroundings like? Take note, no need to judge, just whatever comes to mind first. See the field, see what it looks like and what it feels like. Next, I want you to think of a cube. How big is the cube? What is it made of? And what is the surface like? What color is it? Where in the field is it? Where is the cube? Is it on the ground? Is it floating? Is it transparent? If so, can you see inside? What do you see? Next, think of a ladder. How long is the ladder? Where is it located in the field? What is the distance between the ladder and the cube? Next, think of a horse. What color is the horse? What is the horse doing? Where is it in relation to the cube? Next, think of flowers. Where are the flowers in your field? How many are there? What are their colors? Finally, think of what the weather in the field is like. Is it raining? Is it sunny? Is it foggy? 
Think of a storm. What is the distance between the storm and the cube? Is it a big storm? Is it just passing through? Finally, before we conclude, I want you to just get a very clear picture of your vision. Reimagine the entire scenario once more. Make sure that the image in your head is clear. The field, the cube. The ladder, the horse, the flowers. the weather and the storm. invite you now to come back to your body, to hold onto that vision, that vision that is uniquely your own, and start to come back into the body, start to feel that breath again, feel the room, and slowly, slowly open your eyes. Watch you guys. Everyone, uh, everyone went there. Thank you. Uh, I would invite you, if 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 it felt deeply personal to you, um, you, you're welcome to hold, you know, whatever you care to hold to yourself. But I want to invite everyone to pair up with someone next to them and share uh, briefly. We're going to do like 30 second shares, but just in dyads and in, in pairs. Share, share what came up for you, and you can share uh, the details of your cube. And then uh, there'll be a... F All right, so the idea with the cube, I'm going to tell you uh, what everything symbolizes, but the idea is, and my challenge to you, because we're, we're actually, uh, you know, there's a beautiful uh, dinner waiting for us, uh, thanks to the team, is that you use this as a catalyst. I mean, so, so often, less so in Venice than my experience of New York, people lead with sort of what they do. Uh, but I think it's a really cool opportunity to be like, you know, maybe share what came up for you in your cube exercise as a way to, to start to connect. But I would challenge you to at least introduce yourself to a couple new people and maybe ask them about what, what came up for them during the exercise. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to tell you what everything means, but I'm not going to go into interpretation. If you want more on that, you can welcome, welcome to come see me or we can email or whatever, whatever uh, you prefer. But basically, um, the open field is your, your mindset. It's your state of mind at present. It's your emotional well-being, how you're seeing things at the moment. The cube is meant to represent you. It's your, your egoic mind. It's, it's, it's how you see yourself at present. 
The latter is your relationships. So how your relationships are in relationship to who you are at present. The, uh, the horse is your partner, your romantic partner. <laughs> Probably an interesting story there at dinner, by the way. Uh, the flowers are your children or your potential children. And the field and the, field and the storm is how, you re, how you're relating to the world at present, how you're seeing the world. Is it favorable? Is it stormy? Is that storm something that you're, you know, you can, is easily going to pass through? Or are you feeling enveloped by it? So I'm happy to give deeper context, uh, but a little something to work with, and uh, hopefully a beautiful opportunity to uh, share with each other at dinner. And uh, thank you guys so much for your time and attention. Thank you again to the team. Really appreciate you. There you have it, my A-System talk. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, it's with great pleasure that I'm producing this podcast for all of you. I so appreciate your feedback. Thank you so much for listening. And with that, please go out there and live your inspired life.